You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 56, with fitness and nutrition expert, Sean Stevenson. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. Hey, hey guys, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. And let me tell you, you guys are in for a a fantastic treat today. I can hardly contain my excitement and it gives me so much pleasure to introduce my guest today, Mr. Sean Stevenson. So welcome to the show, Sean. Thank you so much for having me on. You are so welcome. And you know, Sean, we have a model here at Success Stalkers Radio, and that's until you become successful, stalk those who already are. So mm. can we stalk you today? Absolutely. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Well, Sean Stevenson is a best-selling author and creator of the Model Health Show. Featured as the number one nutrition and fitness podcast on iTunes. A graduate of the University of Missouri, St. Louis, with a background in biology and kinesiology. Sean went on to be the founder of Advanced Integrative Health Alliance, which is a successful company that provides wellness services for both individuals and organizations worldwide. Sean is also a dynamic keynote speaker who has spoken for TEDx universities and numerous organizations with outstanding reviews. So, Sean, I've given our listeners a little overview about you, but I want you to take a minute now and just tell us a little bit about you personally so we can get to know you first. Then give us an overview of your business. Awesome. Okay. Uh, well, personally about me, I guess um, my story is pretty interesting. I'll, I'll keep it. I'll give you the short version <laughs> of how I even got into this whole health field in the first place. Okay. Um, when I was 16 years old, I was an aspiring athlete, scholar athlete, uh, looking at all these different scholarship opportunities. And I was doing a time trial in track, in track practice, a 200 meter sprint. And I broke my hip just running. Nobody ran into me. I was just running by myself and I broke my hip. And of course, that's very odd that a 16 year old guy would break his hip. This is like, you know, tend to be, you know, 90 year old women that would break their hip, you know. Right, right. So I went in to see the physician after a couple of days of, you know, I couldn't walk it off. And they took a scan and found out that my hip was broken. And I did the traditional standard of care, which is, you know, ultrasound treatment, stay off of it, icing, that kind of thing. And um, I, I healed up, but no one stopped to ask the question, you know, how is it possible that this 16 year old kid's hip, hip can break, break from running? Right. And uh, fast forward four years later, um, I have trouble walking all of a sudden and I go in to get another scan and come to find out I have uh, something called degenerative spinal disease and my spine is just breaking down rapidly. And it started with my hips. It was like a warning sign. And it ended up being my spine, which if anybody out there knows, if you've got tr- trouble with your spine, I mean, that can mess up your whole life. Oh yeah. So my doctor, funny enough, 
I asked him, what do I do to get well? I was used to working with my trainers. Like, do I ice this up? Ultrasound, let's go. Give me some mm-hmm. stuff to rub on here, you know? And he looked at me like I was crazy. And he said, this has nothing to do with um, any type of situation you've been in before, Sean. This is something you're going to have to deal with. And I asked him, does this have anything to do with what I'm eating? Should I change the way that I'm working out? And even though I asked that question, I had no concept that nutrition mattered. That was just like my spirit animal talking through me or something, Mm -hmm. you know, like my spirit godmother or something. And um, he said, this has nothing to do with what you're eating. This is something you're going to have to live with. We'll get you a back brace, some medication. And uh, I'm sorry, son, but this is just how it is. You've got the spine of an 80-year-old. Oh, wow. So I really took that in and um, believed what he told me at the time and proceeded to get worse and worse over the next two years. And I'm, I'm fast forwarding again to, to really get to the point is that after two years of suffering and seeing multiple doctors, I made a decision that I wasn't going to accept that I couldn't be the healthiest, happiest version of myself. And I made a decision to get well. And this is so important for anybody, even in business, is to actually make the decision to do a thing. You know, we've got very airy-fairy concepts. Like we would be, we're like, it would be nice if I could make, you know, an extra thousand dollars a month, or it'd be nice if I could get rid of this belly or whatever the case may be. But when you make a real decision about it, you elicit powers that won't let anything stop you. That's true. You know, like if you make a decision, you know, you've got to take care of a a, a medical bill for a procedure for somebody that you love, you're going to find a way to make it happen. Right. It's just that most matters aren't as pressing. And for me, it got to a place where I was rock bottom, you know. So um, what I did was I put together a plan. And six weeks after I made this decision, it was as if the pain had never been there. You know, mm-hmm. um, I lost 30 pounds. In quotes, though, results not typical, all right? I lost 30 <laughs> pounds, and my my energy, my vitality was beyond where it had ever been before. I went back to see my doctor a few months later, and he took a scan, and my spine had regenerated. Oh, my. Yes, so I had two ruptured discs that had both retracted on their own, and I had got some juiciness back into my spinal disc, and he said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it, because he mm. didn't really have it in his paradigm that was possible. So that was really the birthing of my career, because people saw the transformation because I was still in college and people just started to ask me for help. So I shifted over my course of study to study biology and learn a lot of the wrong stuff actually in school. Okay. But um, I, I shifted my course of study, started working with clients, started working with faculty, you know, professors at the school and just really doing a human experiment, you know, and seeing what actually works. And um, here we are thousands of clients later, um, best-selling book and wow. health show and all this amazing stuff, you know, and it was all birthed out of my own very, very tremendous struggle that, you know, if I didn't make that decision, I could still be there right now, you know, so that's, that's my story in a nutshell. Um, and if you want to talk about the biz, then we could talk about that too. <laughs> I mean, just fascinating. I just love, love your story. You know, I had a chance to hear, you know, you talk about your story um, on, you know, my mentor's uh, podcast, John Lee Dumas uh, on Entrepreneur on Fire. And I'm telling you, I was just like, I have got to have him on our show. I don't care what we got to do. We've got to, you know, have (laughs) our people call his people. Somebody call somebody. (laughs) We got to get him on. Like, wow, I was just blown away. And I immediately you know, began making some changes in my own life, just hearing your story and, you know, getting all the tips that you were given on the show. And I tell you, Sean, it's, your story is so fascinating and you're, you're truly a gift to the world, you know, with what you're doing you. and and so appreciative. And thank you so much for just, just being here, you know? So. Well, thank you. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, well, now what I want to do is just dive a little bit deeper in your journey. But before we do that, if you can, give us one of your your favorite quotes. Do you have a a favorite quote that's really inspired you, Sean? Wow, there's so many, so many. Um, I think it's something really simple for me is just to to be yourself, you know. Um, And many people have heard that before. Be yourself, be yourself. But that's really confusing in our world today. You know, where we're really programmed at an early age to be other than, you know, to not really focus on your own gifts and talents, but instead to focus on what can get you money or what can get you uh, some kind of uh, comfort in life. Mm-hmm. But life isn't really designed. It's not about comfort. It's about fulfillment. It's about happiness. And so being yourself, I really think that that's one of the most important Uh, missions that we all need to have because the truth is when you're fully you that's when people are really going to resonate with you you know there's a million people doing stuff online today (laughs) oh yeah really want we really want connection we really want that genuine connection as close as we can uh with knowing a person Mm -hmm. you know because we're losing a lot of that in our day-to-day life because we're all so busy so people are really looking out and seeking uh genuine people you know, people who aren't afraid to be themselves and understanding, right. too, with that, not everybody's going to like you, you know, and that's OK. You know, focus on the positive majority and ignore the negative mi- minority. That's another little quote. And that's my quote. By that's the good. Way. But good yeah. And that's what I really encourage people to do, because it's really about being the best you possible. And I promise you, I promise you there are, there's a tremendous amount of people who are going to resonate with you. And that's who you need to be creating your work for. It's for I them agree. and not the people who are, you know, throwing the, throwing their haterade at you. Right, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that out there. Yeah. Right. Haterade and Gatorade. Oh, it yeah. tastes the same. Yes, it does. Well, Sean, here at Success Talkers Radio, we strive to bring on amazing guests, you know, like yourself. And the reason we do that is because you've obviously had successes. But, you know, we know that that road to success isn't always smooth at times, you know. So, Sean, can you take us to a time on that road where maybe you hit some, you know, a huge bump, you know, on your entrepreneurial journey and uh, maybe even experienced a possible failure? You know, can you tell us about that? Absolutely. (laughs) You know, uh, here's here's something um, recent, a recent insight of mine that just happened a couple months ago is that um, no matter how successful you get, uh, failure is impending. You know, it's like part of the process. And you could be in one heck of a clip of success. You know, like I was on like a two year run of just everything going right, mm-hmm. you know, but then something comes up, you know, something can come up to make you stumble a little bit. But what it really is about is growing yourself. And so that and the example I like to give is if human potential, if we got a scale of one to 10 and 10 being like ultra enlightenment, you know, like the, the, the greatest version of a human possible. And then one is just like barely surviving. If, if you're a level four person and a level three problem happens in your life, it's going to mess up your whole day, probably your whole week. And it's going to pull a lot of resources from you because the problem is so big. But if you grow yourself to being like a level eight or level nine person and a level three problem happens, you can handle that on your lunch break. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can handle you can have someone else handle that. Right. You know, right. Your assistant or something like it's not as impactful on your life because you've grown yourself. So with that said, um, I really feel that it's number one important to grow and develop yourself and 
for me, wow, this story is kind of tough to talk about. I don't think I've ever actually <laughs> talked about this. Okay. But um, I took a huge risk. Um, and this was probably seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And my business had just really started to get into a good flow. Lots of clients. Um, you know, my, my, my rates were increasing. I was strength and conditioning coach and nutritionist at the time. I don't do the strength and conditioning thing anymore. I just don't okay. have the time. I love it, though. But, um, but I made a decision that I was going to start for free coaching other coaches, like helping other people to be able to um, help other people's lives, to help people, other people improve their health. And I didn't have any concept of structure of like training and that they, may, they can invest in me, you mm-hmm. know, and just having right. some kind of a system. It was just like everybody get together. I'm going to teach you what I know. And what that did when I did that, this is the kind of sad part is that I, I basically put all my business to the side and I was just getting by instead of thriving. Gotcha. And I was really banking on this idea, very idealistic that once all these people are together on a team, then we can change the world, mm-hmm. you know? But that straight up almost took me down. I mean, it really almost not like killed me, but mm-hmm. in many ways it really damaged my health. It really damaged my motivation because the truth is not everybody's designed or wired up to be an entrepreneur. That's true. You know, so true. and it's it's like trying to get a bunch of C players to be A players is a very, very, um, I'm not going to say sacrificial because sacrifice means to make sacred. That's a right. good thing. But it's a very uh, stressful thing, you know. And so what we want to do and what I eventually did was like, let me get back to my own thing. Let me focus on growing myself so that I'm actually better able to help other people because I'm successful. And it kind of goes back, I think it was Abraham Lincoln that said this, like, you can't help the poor if you're one of them, you know? That's, so that's it true. just kind of hit me, like, let me build myself up so that I'm strong enough that I can do a lot of free stuff. Right, and you can better serve that way. Exactly. And service service to many leads to greatness. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I, I learned a tremendous amount about really being observant and listening to your intuition when you when you meet people and really listening to your gut feeling about the person rather than trying to see something that's not there. You know, a lot of people get caught up even in relationships, you know, like personal relations, intimate relationships, like with the potential of a person. Right, right. Knowing that they smoke too much, they're always (laughs) drinking, they're always out, but just like, you know, but you don't understand he is so this or she is, she's just amazing (laughs) when we're together. Stop it. You know, if that potential fleshes itself out, then we can get together and have a good time until now have standards so that you can keep yourself elevated because the people around you, your family, your friends, your community really depends on you and they're looking to you to be happy and to be to be a light, you know? And um, yeah, so yeah, I, I hope that all made sense. Oh no, that does make sense. That's good stuff. <laughs> You're awesome. giving a whole lot of tips on, on a lot of things, health, business, relationships, life. Yeah, wow. It's how <laughs> we do good. it. It's how we roll. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, Sean, let's go forward. If you can tell us about that day that everything changed and you were back on that road, mm-hmm. you know, the you know, road, the smooth road to success. Yeah. And, and what was that aha moment that you had that changed your life? And, and then tell us maybe some steps that you took to turn that, you know, into success for yourself. Mm, the aha moment was my wife. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she just kind of pulled me to the side because I was kind of uh, moping around just like, you know, why, why don't these people just understand like we can do so much good? 
you know, why, why are they this? Why are they that? But they're not saying everybody was like that. There are many people who succeed and they're still in the health field today and friends of mine. But um, she just kind of grabbed me up uh, aggressively with love, you know, and just like <laughs> you and, and reminded me of my value, mm-hmm. you know, reminded me of how many lives I've impacted outside of this little um, adventure I had went on and to not get back to that, but to be better. Because I had di- I'd done that process without the experience that I now had. And so what I did for me was, um, yeah, the aha moment was my wife is, is the bomb and, <laughs> and she has my back. That's but awesome. for me, I, I immediately put stuff in action. I was just, I just like woke up like, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let, me, let me start to train myself again. Let me find out even my psychology for allowing those things to happen. What was I really looking for? Um, what, what was I lacking? Uh, what can I take from this? And I, I think to share with everybody something really valuable is to practice radical optimism, you know? Mm-hmm. So even in negative situations, and it takes a lot of work to do this, by the way. It's not for the weak-hearted. Right. Um, but whenever you're in a situation, positive or mainly negative, to ask, you know, what's good about this? Mm-hmm. What can I learn from this situation? How is this situation serving me in my growth? Or even while you're in, in, in the middle of something that is challenging for you, saying, how can I make this fun? You know, because our brains really operate on questions. It's how we're wired up. We're hardwired um, to, for, the, for the brain. It's in particular, there's the, the reticular activating system in our brain mm-hmm. and also reticular cortex. So these are parts of the brain that are sort of like uh, heat-seeking missiles. Like anything that you focus on your, your brain sort of has tunnel vision and starts to filter out other things and search for that answer, wow. you know, because we're swimming in it. It's around us. The answer is always so close, you know, and it's just like one day we finally see it, mm-hmm. you know. So the, asking these questions helps you to see it radically faster. So that was probably the biggest aha moment and takeaway was the power of questions and engaging my own psychology to, to drive myself to be more successful. Love it. Love your wife, too. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> the power of a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Sean, because because you're, a, I know that you are a success stalker, Sean, as well. Tell us, do you have any new projects that you're working on right now that you're excited about in your business? Oh, my gosh. Let me think. We got, we got <laughs> a couple of things going on. Well, right now, um, my biggest passion is my show. Um, the Model Health Show, which I so appreciate your kind words about the show. I mean, it really means a lot. Um, today, we're back at number one in the world uh, in, in fitness and nutrition, which is just crazy. Like, some name people, you know, people on television. And here <laughs> I am, you know, I'm this guy in St. Louis and, um, you know, reaching uh, number one on iTunes, like, that's reserved for, like, boy bands and, like, you know, pop songs and stuff. But iTunes is really a powerful modality for training yourself yes. and for learning but you've earned it you've earned it thank you thank you so much um you know so just to share with everybody really really quickly about that is number one you absolutely must have great content that's that's a given that's like an equation in business statistics like that's a proof it's it's called it's called a given in this proof you're going to figure out right the second thing is getting yourself connected with strategies you know practices right practices that actually work Mm-hmm. And for us, it's really about um, being able to package your your information in a way that's digestible to the to your to your avatar, mm-hmm. you know, to your end consumer. Mm-hmm. So I really pride myself on doing that and speaking the language of people 
wherever they are. You know, you got to meet people where they are. So I sprinkle different styles in to to my presentation, to my show so that everybody can walk away feeling like I am better now that I've listened to this. Absolutely. So that's my biggest passion. And, um, you know, we, we are obviously monetizing. Well, maybe not so obvious, but monetizing the show. We've got an amazing sponsor. Awesome. Um, we've got and of course, they meet my standards. You know, That's we've good. had man. I mean, it's so funny. Like last <laughs> week, we had like somebody contacted me about some random bed, you know, because I guess they found out about my book mm-hmm. about sleep. And it's like, we want you to promote our bed on your show. And then they're also like, we've also got these supplements too. And, you know, some people are always pitching me stuff. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. So, but that's wonderful that it's a higher quality problem. It's a good problem to have, you know. <laughs> right, right. And as far as um, any new ad- adventures and uh, endeavors that we have going on, um, we really are focused on, number one, my show. And I'm so, I'm so <laughs> glad you asked me that, actually. Um, number one is my show. And number two is my program, The Fat Loss Code. We just redesigned that. And again, I feel everybody, if you're going to be doing business online, create yourself an online program, you know. But again, make it great. Don't be one of those people just like, I'm just going to take some blog posts and turn it into a book. You can do that and you're going to get some results from that. But why not make it its own thing, its own entity and put your, your heart and love into it? And so that's what we did with the fat loss code. I really took I took people into the classroom and I trained them on what I train uh, strength coaches and nutritionists, you know, but I made it so like straight up middle school, you know, like we don't got to make this stuff complicated because it's not. And so if anybody, anybody that's in my program, if they read a book on nutrition or they hear somebody on another show or podcast, 99% of that data they already know because they've learned it from me, you know, so I, I gave everything that I have and put that into the program. So we just redesigned that. And uh, a lot of people are just flying in there right now. It's really blowing my mind, actually. So several hundred people in the program already. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So now we're just working on that the Internet stuff, which is refine, 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 test find out what works the best so the system can run on its own. So. Right. And your book, your book, Sean, uh, Sleep Smarter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I'm really honored to say that it's it's number one bestseller still for going on three months Yay, on Amazon. I, awesome. I really foresee it's going to be there for the next year. Oh, yeah. Stop. Most definitely. Uh, I can't wait to get people, my copy. I need to order it. Yeah, you got to get that. Oh, my I need God. A, I need a signed copy, though. Absolutely. We'll hook it up. We'll hook it up. <laughs> so with the book, you know, it's a conversation that isn't traditionally sexy. Like when we're talking about we want to get healthy, we want to have more energy, no one wants to talk about sleep. You right. know, it's just not a sexy thing. As a matter of fact, we don't even really understand what it is. You know, what is sleep? It's kind of weird. It's like you're practicing to be dead or something, you know, you just, <laughs> you know, it's so weird, but it's something right. that's required by our genes It's required by our DNA to basically have our body to print out the best copies of us. You know, when I talk a lot about that in the book and understand the value of sleep and what it's actually doing. So uh, one of the things that I always like to, to mention, I know that this show is really about success and performance is so important is that there's a study that I cite in the book uh, where they had executives complete a task, okay? okay? They had these executives complete a task, and then they sleep-deprived them 24 hours, just 
one day, 24 hour cycle of sleep deprivation than they had in the, to complete the task again, what they discovered was it took them 40, I'm sorry, 14% longer to complete the task and they made 20% more errors. Wow. You know, same person, same task, different brain and body because they're sleep deprived. Mm -hmm. That's how powerful sleep is. And a lot of people think, especially when you're building your business, just burn candle at both end, uh, ends, go, 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 um, really working hard, not understanding that there's a big difference between being effective and actually just doing work. Right, true, you know? true. So what you find and discover is that when you're actually well-rested, you cut away and eliminate so much time that would have been wasted by you trying to search for the, uh, the right answer or the right solution. It becomes more obvious. Um, so and another interesting uh, thing that I cited in the book about that, um, when you're sleep deprived just 24 hours again, what study shows is that we're getting a 14% decrease to our prefrontal cortex. Hmm. That's the part of our brain that's responsible for our decision making, Oh my! You know, us discerning between right and wrong. Right. And it just, again, this is why, number one, we tend to make poor decisions or work gets harder when we're more tired. You know, that's it's more true. tedious. That's so true. Know? And in, it versus when coming into it fresh and you're excited and you're feeling good. But here's the other thing that's tied in a fat, body fat and fat loss is that we're talking about a survival mechanism built into our bodies. Our, our bio, it's basically ancestral biology is that when you're sleep deprived like that and that um, lack of glucose is getting to your brain, that's very, very dangerous. Because just a few hundred years ago, if you had that lack of brain power, you could die if you're in the wild. You know, you might get eaten by something. You might not be able to procure your food properly uh, right. because you're trying to hunt something and you can't, you're not fast enough. You're not making the right decisions. Your agility is down. So what our bodies have done is, to, is evolve these very powerful mechanisms to seek very simple sugar whenever we get tired, you know, okay. to get quick glucose back to our brain. This is why at night you're not like, you know what? It's one o'clock. Let me go make a salad. No, you're going to get some Snickers or some chips right, exactly. or some kind of cakes some or chips. whatever, you know, some popcorn, <laughs> right. something that's you, that you would tell yourself, like, I'm not going to eat this stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're making those poor decisions. But it's like you're, it's your willpower versus your biology. And it's why so many people mm -hmm. fail. So wow. these are just a couple of implications for entrepreneurs um, for as far as performance and why sleep is so, is so powerful. And if you want to, we can get in some of the tips to optimize sleep. Yeah, you know, I was going to say that because I, I and I'm so excited that you're, that you're diving into your book, you know, Sleep Smarter, because so many people are sleep deprived. And I know for entrepreneurs, you know, we, we all we feel like we just can't go to bed until we get that that last thing done, you know, and before you know it, it's like you've, you've slept, you basically been up all night and then you can't really, you know, be effective, like you said, or, you know, productive even um, the, the very next day. So, yeah. But, yeah, I do want you to dive into some tips for entrepreneurs about high performance because we need to know how to do that. Okay, absolutely. Um, so let me give everybody something relatively simple to employ uh, because what we wanna do, it's not about getting a certain number of hours of sleep. You know, People can vary from their sleep requirement uh, depending on their genetic predisposition as little as six hours up to 10 hours. You know, There's so much variance. So there's no cookie cutter answer that, oh, you need to get eight hours of sleep. That's not true. You need to get the maximum amount of time in non-REM stage three and four sleep. Mm. That's really what we're going for because this is when your body secretes all of the repairing 
not not all of them, but the vast majority of repairing hormones to repair your brain. Uh, a process called memory processing happens while you're uh, in that deep rejuvenative sleep where your short-term memory, so the stuff that you learn during the day that you want to employ tomorrow, um, that doesn't really happen and become a part of who you are if you don't sleep. All right, so that happens. You're getting the greatest secretion of human growth hormone, which is what gives you energy, keeps you feeling young and vigorous and that vitality. Um, kids have so much HGH pumping through their bodies because they mm, sleep more. That's true. You know, it's not that we don't produce it. It's just we are big grownups now. And we're like, I'm going to stay all night, <laughs> right. mom. Can't stop me. Not understanding like we're making ourselves older very quickly and decreasing our energy. So what we want to do is get the maximum amount of time of deep, deep rejuvenative sleep. And here's one of the strategies to do it. There is a study that I put into the book uh, and it was published in Appalachian State University. Uh, their research materials. And they had participants work out. So exercise, this was a study showing how exercise can help you sleep better if you do it the way, the way I'm going to tell you. So they had the participants exercise at three different times, 7 a.m., 1 p.m., and 7 p.m. Okay. okay. What they discovered was that the people who exercise at 7 a.m. in the morning slept longer and had a deeper sleep cycle than the two other groups. In fact, the people who exercise in the morning had 75% more time in the reparative deep sleep stage at wow. night. Okay. So exercising in the morning is going to help you get deeper, higher quality sleep at okay. night. Now, how do we leverage this? Some people are like, well, I don't have time to go to the gym in the morning. You don't have to. Okay. I'm talking about activity. I'm not talking about you need to hit the gym. So just get up and do something um, to really trigger your body to secrete more cortisol, mm -hmm. so stress hormones. Okay. Get your blood pumping, your adrenaline going. Because your body, even though we might not recognize it because we got all these fancy gadgets, I've got my Mac here, my microphone. <laughs> right. You know, we're talking like you're several miles away from me. It's amazing. But the reality is we're part of nature. Yes. Right? And our bodies are, are hardwired to have certain hormonal secretion and patterns. So what should be happening is that right around 6 a.m. we get a big spike and cortisol secretion. And historically, it was for the, the purpose of doing activity. Mm -hmm. But what we're doing is staying up late, you know, like 12, 11, 2 o'clock in the morning and keeping our cortisol high and forcing our patterns to be all out of whack. And here's the thing I want everybody to walk away with. Everybody's probably heard of melatonin before. Oh, yeah. Melatonin is the sleep hormone. This is what gets you into that deep, deep rejuvenative sleep. Melatonin is the opposite of cortisol. When, mel when uh, cortisol is up, melatonin is down. Okay. And when okay. melatonin's up, cortisol is down. So exercising in the morning helps to sync your body up naturally by getting up and doing some activity. You're encouraging a cortisol, a cortisol secretion, uh, a good one, so that at night cortisol can go down. Okay. It helps you get your body on a cycle. This is why it's so powerful. So this can be something like go for power walk, a 20, 30-minute power walk. And listen to success stalkers. That's you know, right. put on a podcast. You know, listen to the Model Health Show, and, and that's right. Listen to these shows and really educate yourself. I call it learn while you burn. You know, um, hop on the rebounder for a little bit. It's a little mini trampoline. Uh, you can do. You can. You can hit the gym if this is your time to hit the gym. It's this is all the more reason to do it. Some yoga. Just do something right. to really engage your body in the morning, and it's going to help you sleep better at night. And I get so much feedback about the book, and in particular. Um, chapters like this and how it's helped people to improve their sleep quality. So that's one really powerful strategy. Um, if you want, I, I, I want to share one that's a little bit less known 
and might be like, huh, that's that's interesting. Okay. So for me, I remember when I was a kid and at my, I was, you know, I was 16 years old. I'm thinking about when I was living at my mom's house and our, mine and my brother and sister's bedroom were upstairs. Mm -hmm. Okay. My mother and father slept downstairs and during the summer, they would try to quote, save on the bill, on the electric bill. (laughs) So everybody's probably heard this before is that heat rises. Heat rises. I you know, know where you're going with this. So every night before, because I would plead with him, like, you don't understand. It's so hot up there. Like, I would see the little waves, like, when it's really hot. You know, oh you see those gosh. little waves. Yeah. And I walk upstairs, like, I get to the top step, and it's like those little um, heat waves. Mm-hmm. And so I would, like, throw water on myself, get the fan right next to me, and try to go to sleep really quickly. Right. You know, I'd sleep it with nothing but a sheet, hoping my brother doesn't come in the room. Um, but, you know, it was the worst quality of sleep ever during those during those summers Mm -hmm. and why that is is that our bodies have a process that is called that's called thermal regulation and this heavily influences your body sleep cycles so when it's time for your body to rest and this is in the evening there's an automatic drop in your core body temperature this happens for everybody that's meant to engage and initiate sleep okay so if your environment if the temperature in your sleeping environment is too high then you're gonna be setting yourself up for a physiological challenge with your body getting into that ideal state. So in the book, I recommend people to keep it cool, stay cool, and really create a much more cooler environment, especially at night for you to sleep. Yeah. And some people, it's gonna sound a little frosty, but <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, the studies show between 60 and 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Really? Okay? That's pretty chilly, yes, that's okay. pretty chilly. But I would say, I would stretch it out to maybe 72. But mm-hmm. some people, it just kind of depends on your your background. Mm-hmm. You know, some people like they're from uh, South America or from Africa. Maybe they can deal with it being a little bit warmer. You know, yeah. it's not going to impact them as much. But right. it just kind of depends on your background. Mm-hmm. And so with this data, they actually did a uh, particular study where they would hook the individuals to uh, a skin skin reading um, equipment, right? And this would actually register what was going on with their skin temperature and the environment around them. And what they discovered was that when they, uh, having just a one degree drop in the skin temperature, not their core body temperature was enough to get them into the deeper levels of sleep much, much longer. Okay. So just a one, one degree drop. Amazing. So yeah, I'm not saying you go and make it like an igloo in your house, but probably <laughs> sleep better. And pro- people, you know, they under like getting under the covers and getting nice and cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's really it really does help to improve your sleep quality. So keep it. Cool. I know I sleep better that way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's another strategy, and there's 21 strategies in the book, and actually every chapter I talk about power tips and how to employ the information that you learned. You know, so in this chapter, I think there was like two power tips on how to. Well, actually, there's three in in that chapter on how to leverage this so that you can get the most high quality sleep. And one Mm -hmm. of the power tips, for example, is that if you are a colder body person, just rock socks, you know, put your keep some socks on because people tend to um, lose that the warmth in their fingers and toes, uh, mostly because you're when it's cooler, your body is going to be pulling from your extremities and going to your core. Just put some warm, fuzzy socks on and it's going to help. And also, if you're sleeping with somebody. Uh, you don't want to put your cold, dead feet on, on them, you know, because <laughs> right. it, it might not be that much fun for them. 
So, yeah. Right. Well, Sean, I tell you, this is just good stuff. You know, I was listening to one of your episodes and, you know, you were talking about, you know, high performance for entrepreneurs. And that show was so impactful for me. And if you can, if you can just share a little bit more about, you know, what entrepreneurs, because you know what we do during the day, we're sitting a lot of the times. And, you know, what would you recommend, you know, entrepreneurs do during the daytime when they're working? Wow. Okay. There's so many strategies here. Um, first of all, is your awareness and making a decision to be more active during the day. Because I know what it's like, especially when you're in the flow with work, to try and pull yourself away. But even right now, so uh, I'm actually sitting to do this interview, but I'm uh, when I'm in the studio, I'm standing a lot. Uh, I'm always moving around because I understand that sitting, first of all, just sitting for 10, 20 minutes already, your insulin sensitivity is being reduced. Okay. So becoming more insulin resistant, and what that's gonna equate to, long story short, is storage of more belly fat, okay? So the longer you sit, the more insulin resistant you become, wow. okay? Also, our, just the way our body is, is made up, our, our, our um, design, our hip flexors are getting shortened. So this is gonna have a tendency to lead to back pain, neck pain, muscle imbalances. We're turning off muscles, like our glutes, are toad, they're off. Wow. You know, and your butt is such an important muscle in just you being able to do uh, normal daily activity, walking. Uh, but then we get into like getting in shape. So squats and, and lunges and all that stuff. A lot of people aren't going to get the results because their muscles aren't firing properly. And also they're going to have a, a tendency to get injured. Okay. okay. So we want to be much more active. And how do we do that? Okay. So a uh, real simple thing that. I would encourage people to look into is to get a standing desk mm. and you don't have to solely have a standing desk, but you can just maybe like my desk right here, I've got a wrap around desk so I can have, just say you put your standing desk on one end of the, of the, uh, wrap around desk and the other end, you've got your chair when you want to sit yeah. down and you just alternate. alternate. Okay. Spaces. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that's one that's a great uh, tip. particular strategy. Great tip. Some people have walking desks. What is that? You know, a walking I, desk? I, it's a desk that's hooked up over your, a treadmill. Oh, wow. And funny, you brought up uh, John Lee Dumas earlier. Uh-huh. So when I was on his show, I don't know if it was uh, shortly after or right before, but I saw a little video clip that he was using a walking desk. I don't think it was his, <laughs> but it's a little video clip okay. of him using it. I'm like, what? Check that out. That's crazy. <laughs> like, I'm just, I don't want to have my energy going in multiple places. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely all about health and about um, activity. But I'm not, I don't want to have a walking desk, you know. So, but that that is an option for some people. Some people swear by it. And uh, another more uh, tangible option for a lot of people, and this is really simple, is to set a timer on your phone. And this is to break up the stagnation. And what the research shows is that it's not about how long you sit. It's about how many breaks you take, okay? So it doesn't mean like I, I can only sit for an hour and then I got to get up for 30 minutes. It's just really like taking one or two minute break every 30 minutes, every 45 minutes, you know, just take more breaks more frequently. And the funny thing is we think as entrepreneurs oftentimes that we can't step away from this work because we're going to lose our idea. We're in the flow every time without fail. If I just my, my alarm goes off, well, I don't really need it now. And I go for a five, 10 minute walk and I come back. I've got so many ideas. I'm so much yeah, more refreshed and I get the stuff definitely. done faster. I can see that. You know, so set a timer. Uh, it could be, I like this app. It's called um, Drink Water. It's a water timer. And it'll also remind you to drink nice. some water, right? Because that's kind of important. 
Um, and then, you know, you can go ahead and do a couple little stretches or go for a quick walk, go outside for a moment. Just break up the stagnation because another thing is your blood pressure. Your blood pressure starts to go up because your blood is stagnant. Oh, wow. That's okay. Good. Also, your, your lymphatic system, which is your extracellular fluid, your um, – how's the best way to put this? Your waste – your cellular waste management system, you've got four times more lymph than blood. That doesn't move unless you mm-hmm. move. So it start, you just kind of start to become like a, a cesspool sitting up wow. in that chair. You know? So we've got we've to gotta move around and break up the stagnation. Uh, it's really, really important. Exercise is not about looking good. That's a side effect. Exercise is derived from the, the word exorcism. So it's really about getting the junk out mm-hmm. of your system. Yes, indeed. Okay, so... We want to be more proactive in doing that on a consistent basis. So wow. There's a few t- uh, tactics right there to, to break out the, the monotony, you know, a little bit and, and to be well, more Sean, active. Well, Sean, I just truly, truly thank you for just, you know, dropping such incredible, you know, nuggets and tips on us today. I mean, I've certainly learned even more and I'm excited about getting the book. And and for all of our listeners, I implore you to, you know, definitely check out Sean. Go to his, you know, to his website. I know we, you're going to give that in just a few minutes uh, and also get his yeah. book, you know, because it, it's just packed with so much amazing value. Can't wait to get it. It's been such a pleasure just hearing about your journey today, Sean, and been so inspiring. And and let's end with this. If you could just give our listeners one, you know, last parting piece of guidance uh, that that can help them and then share the best way they can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. Okay. um, The parting piece of advice that I would give is to focus on you first. Um, In your day-to-day life, we've got a lot of responsibilities. You know, we've got family, we've got work, we've got... Um, training schools, keeping ourselves educated, because I know everybody listening to this is somebody who's interested in being the best version of themselves, or else you wouldn't listen to stuff like this. You know, so understanding that, I've got to tell you from a place of experience and working with so many amazing people over the years is that we tend to put a lot of other stuff first and we get to ourselves last. And it's really important to understand that our family wants the best of us, not the tired, broken down version. Our work requires the best of us, not the tired, worn down, broken down version. It's so much more difficult to do your exercise, to make good food at the end of the day when you're, when you're run down and you haven't been care of yourself. So I really implore you and really ask of you to take this on and really put yourself first every single day. Do something at the beginning of the day to fulfill yourself, to fill yourself up to take care of your own energy, your own and fitness, put some good food into your body, uh, do some physical activity like we already did, talked about because you're gonna be waking up from a good night's sleep, most likely already, and start your day with success. Those small successes in the morning lead to big successes later on. And it's really as simple as that. You know, Put yourself first, be a little bit selfish so that you can be the most altruistic and giving person you can possibly be because you actually feel good and you're energized and you're focused on being the best you possible. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And what's the best way they can find you, Sean? I will definitely head over to iTunes and check out the Model Health Show. They could just type it in the little iTunes search and I'll I'll come right up. Um, That's where I put uh, some of my best work. And it's all, as you know, like these podcasts are free and we've got access to so much incredible information the only thing we need to do is just get advantage of it. So uh, check out the Model Health Show over on iTunes. And my home online is the SeanStevensonModel.com. And you can just go to Dr. Google <laughs> and put my name in, Sean, S-H-A-W-N, 
So that's S-H-A-W-N and Stevenson, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-O-N. Uh, there's a couple other Sean Stevensons out there, but my, I will come up first. <laughs> you know, I am winning, winning on Google with my name. So, I know that our listeners have gotten some great takeaways and nuggets from you, Sean, today. I know I certainly have, and we'll continue to do that. I am certainly a subscriber to your show, and I, I just can't wait for every episode to come out. So I love it. And, and But they can also find the links to everything that we've been chatting about today as well at successtalkersradio.com slash Sean Stevenson, and it will all be there in the show notes. So Sean, we appreciate you for being so generous with your time today. And so we say thank you. All right. Thank you so much for having me on. It's my honor. Thank you. I appreciate it. And for all those who are tuning in today, thank you so much for tuning in. And until our next episode, remember to keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you.